At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is that time, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in for another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host. You can always follow along on Twitter at Danny Burke 5. As for VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, at VEASAN Live on the tweets. And per usual, you know how we do it. We're broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook right here at the Rivers Casino in Des Plaines, Illinois. Tons of action to unpack throughout the next 60 minutes. We've got a sizable baseball slate and, well, you already know this. Game 1, the Stanley Cup final with the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Colorado Avalanche and here to help us out for a couple segments well we'll talk with Scott Spritzer friend of the show pro sports better out in Las Vegas he's really going to dabble in everything I mean we'll touch on baseball tonight we'll talk some hockey and we'll even look forward to game six of the NBA finals so Scott will be joining along in 15 minutes and then 30 minutes from now, not only will we hit similar topics with Matt Eumanns, fellow VEASAN host, but we also got to touch on the links. The U.S. Open beginning tomorrow. Matt and the rest of the VEASAN Long Shots crew have been covering this the whole week. I'm excited for it. I actually got a few plays in it as well. Now, full disclosure, I'm not going to kind of, you know, tout myself as a top golf handicap or anything like that. I'm taking a lot from our guys here at VEASAN. So uh, I'll dish those out, though, at the end of the show, as well as my series bet that I did pull the trigger on for this upcoming, obviously, Stanley Cup final. That'll be in 45 minutes, which we'll talk about, and then we'll get to the U.S. Open plays. 
But to begin the show, we might as well give you what I got for baseball tonight. Got two plays on the diamond, so want to begin there and want to begin actually right here in the Chicagoland area. Let's talk Cubs and let's talk Padres. Chicago's bullpen uh, once again did them dirty. We cashed in on the Padres beating the Cubs the first game this series. Stayed away from it yesterday. Hendricks had a solid outing, but then the bullpen looked like the bullpen that I thought they were eventually going to be. It just took them a little bit longer to get there than I expected. Can we trust the Cubs, though, tonight? That's the question at hand because you have a, uh, I guess you could call it interesting pitching matchup, not a strong one, uh, so to speak. But San Diego is throwing out Ryan Weathers, who's a southpaw, and he has spent the majority of this year in AAA. For the Cubbies, you got Caleb Killian, who made his Major League debut about a couple weeks ago, and they brought him back up, and they're hoping he can provide some success for the Northsiders. But looking in to Caleb Killian, first off, as we just handicapped this game. Now, in that one spot that he did start was actually against St. Louis at Wrigley Field. He went five innings pitched, allowed three hits and three earned runs. Racked up six Ks. The Cubs ended up losing seven to four in 10 innings. But overall, not a bad debut for Caleb Killian, right? And uh, I know I always throw these numbers out. I don't really like to attribute them with such a small sample size. But just to do it, just for argument's sake, his FIP is listed at 1.94. His whip is now one flat and his Sierra is three two four. So again, uh, with the small sample size, I don't like to take it into account that much, but still wanted to throw it out there because we do that with every pitcher that we handicap. Other pitcher, Ryan Weathers in this situation, like we said, the Southpaw, spent all this season thus far in AAA where he posted a three and four record, a 729 ERA. Yeah, in AAA, 729. A FIP of 688, a 1.84 whip, and a 17.4% home run to fly ball ratio. Uh, those numbers are horrid in Major League Baseball, let alone in AAA, folks. Now, he did spend time up in the big leagues with the Padres last season, where he went 4 and 7 with a 532 ERA, 544 FIP, 4.70 Sierra, also a, ho uh, a high home run to fly ball ratio. Last year was at 18.5% and a whip of 1.38. So look, he wasn't even good last year with the Padres. He's been terrible in AAA this season. And two starts against the Cubbies last year went 1-1. One one. Uh, Wilson Contreras, Patrick Wisdom, both were able to homer off him. They're three for nine against Weathers. We'll see what they can do tonight. But look, uh, I told you about the concerns of this Cubs bullpen. You have seen the issues not only just the last two games, but the several weeks leading up into tonight. I don't want to do anything with the Cubs for this full game, but I do think there's an avenue to them having success tonight, and the market's kind of indicating that because the Cubs at Bet Rivers opened up at about minus 118, and now you're seeing them as high as minus 141. By the way, hot day again here in Chicago. Wind's blown out tremendously to left center. Total opened at 11.5. Now this thing's up to 12. Yeah, so high total once again at Wrigley Field, cruised over last night. And maybe the Cubs can contribute offensively this evening because they do hit fairly well against lefties. And then their stats get padded a little bit more so when they're hitting lefties at the friendly confines. And there, they got an OPS against lefties of 743, a 286 Babbitt, a Woba of 324, and a WRC Plus of 106. Not too bad for the Cubbies. Now, like we discussed yesterday, despite them getting the job done, being the Padres, Kyle Hendricks did limit them, so to speak. The Padres are kind of struggling against righties. 
They got a 659 OPS collectively, a 292 BABIP, a 292 WOBA, and then a WRC plus of 90. So not anything that's just absolutely abysmal, but not something that you're probably going to want to bet on in this particular situation when you got a starter who could potentially be all over the place. But like I told you, I don't trust this Cubs bullpen. I don't want to give the Padres more opportunities with the lethal weapons in their lineup with the full extent of the game. So that led me to looking at the first five approach for this spot. Now, that number had already been pretty inflated by the time I was even looking at it when I was recording the Chicago City cast earlier this morning leading into the afternoon. And the best number I saw in Illinois was about minus a buck 40. And it's kind of gotten a little bit higher as at this point. So if you don't mind laying a price, that's the angle I'm going with for this game. I'm taking the Cubs on the first five money line hoping they got the pitching advantage and that they can at least take an advantage offensively against a left-hander, which they have been doing slightly better than this season. So if you don't want to lay that much, you can kind of do what we did with the White Sox last night, the team to be leading after five innings, which is basically the first five run line. That could be a way to look about it. But yeah, I laid minus a buck 40 for the Cubs on the first five money line, thinking that if there's an opportunity for them to get up and out in front and capitalize on it, probably more so going to be the beginning stages of this game. So that's the first play I got on the diamond tonight. Let's take it out to the East Coast where we got a premier pitching matchup at Yankee Stadium tonight. This one caught my attention as well. You got Nestor Cortez and Shane McClanahan, two of the short shots for AL Cy Young as at this point. The Yankees actually opened up as a pretty big favorite despite the success of McClanahan overall and even what he did against the Yankees. So uh, New York opened about minus 140. A little bit of late love coming toward Tampa Bay in a lot of spots. But at Bet Rivers, the Yankees now just minus 139. Tampa Bay's plus 120. Total open seven in the hook. Now you see it at seven with juice still remaining on the under. Minus 122. The Yankees did defeat the Rays last night 2-0. The Bronx Bombers now on a five-game winning streak. And they have won 12 out of their last 13 games. So looking into the stats for these pitchers, you know they've been outstanding, but let's investigate a little bit deeper. Shane McClanahan, the Southpaw, is 7-2 this year with a 1.87 ERA, a 245 FIP, a 0.86 WHIP, and a 220 Sierra. Amazing numbers. A little concerned with his home run to fly ball ratio, 16%, especially in a home run friendly ballpark that is Yankee Stadium. But the wind isn't blowing out too dramatically tonight so hey maybe he could limit that but uh, anytime you're going against these hitters in New York being the Yankees it's kind of a tall order and last year he did go 0-2 against the Yankees in his rookie year 584 ERA and three starts against the Yankees but again he has faced them this season the end of May when six innings allowed seven hits but just one earned run tallied seven strikeouts and the Rays won 4-2 that day can he replicate it once again, or will this be maybe a tougher outing considering the Yankees are on this hot streak? This is going to be their second time seeing him, and they just dominate lefties at home. Folks, they got an 840 OPS against Southpaws at Yankee Stadium, along with a 304 BABIP, 360 WOBA, and a 139 WRC+. Not too shabby, to say the least. And they're thrown out, as of this point, I guess you could clarify him or classify him rather as their ace Nestor Cortez I mean obviously Garrett Cole is supposed to be that guy but Cortez has been very strong himself although he is coming off his worst outing of the year at Minnesota when four innings pitched seven hits allowed and four earned runs Yankees lost that game eight to one 
But if you think he could bounce back, maybe it would be against his Tampa Bay team, where he did go eight innings against, allowed one earned run. The Yankees won that game 7-2. Overall this year, 5-2, 196 ERA, 284 FIP. The numbers just keep getting better and better for Cortez. So uh, Tampa Bay against lefties, the numbers are fine. 702 OPS, 300 BABIP, 311 WOBA, and 108 WRC+. Look, I do put a little bit more of the advantage on the side of the Yankees, playing at home where they have been crushing it, and especially against lefties, and maybe the Yankees can get around to getting uh, McClanahan and really just cutting his time a little bit shorter than you would expect in this spot. So I would look at the Yankees, but I don't want to lay about minus 140 to do so because I think it is going to be closer than what the odds are indicating. So I opted out of that, but I was looking at a prop here, and I was looking at Nestor Cortez, and when I was originally looking at it, five and a half was his strikeout prop, and the under was plus 118. You know, I kind of go on to doing other things with the Chicago City cast, and before I could pull the trigger, I go and reload the number once again at Bet Rivers, and then it went up to six and a half. The under was minus 155. So if you follow the show, you know me. I'll pay a little bit more to get that better number. And that's what I ended up doing. Nestor Cortez under six and a half strikeouts minus 155. And I wanted to take it at five and a half. So it's back there now. If you wanted to do that, I would still recommend that. Because, yeah, he's averaging six and a half strikeouts per game. But he's gone over it in six out of 11 starts. But that game against Tampa Bay, remember, he went eight innings pitch. Fantastic outing. Only managed to rack up five strikeouts against the Rays. Second time they're going to be seeing Cortez. And the Rays have a strikeout percentage against lefties of 17.8%, which is the third lowest. I'm going to fade Cortez here. So I went under 6.5, would still consider under 5.5. That's going to be the second play I got in baseball tonight. More baseball action next with our guy, Scott Spritzer. Stick with us. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. 
and you've got these city casts available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. So make sure you subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts available, and you'll be set up with multiple episodes a week and great local sports betting content. All righty, welcome back to Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet River Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois. Thank you for being with us on this Wednesday evening. We're going to take it out to Sin City now. Scott Spritzer's on the horn at Scott Wins, where you can follow him on Twitter, and he is ready to go across the board tonight, baby. Looking forward to it, Scott. Thank you, as always, for making some time, my man. And uh, let's begin in baseball, right? We'll work our way up to some of the uh, championships action that you got both with hockey and then NBA but with baseball tonight let's talk about this Toronto Blue Jays Baltimore Orioles game so Toronto's a pretty sizable favorite here minus 305 for the full game the full game totals at about nine but Scott you know when we've had you on the show a lot of times it seems like you like to angle out that first five approach is that the way you're kind of handicapping this spot as well is when I do first five, it's because I don't want to mess with bullpens when I'm on the under, or I don't want to take a shot at, you know, messing with that man on second automatically if it goes to extra innings. So normally I'll play a full game over, but in this particular uh, situation, I'm playing first five over between these two teams, and the, the total is basically five. You now Zimmerman has been an absolute disaster, as you know. I mean, if you look at his last few games, 25 and two-thirds innings pitched, he's allowed 27 earned runs. He's got a 946 ERA. The crazy thing about these last 25 and two thirds is that he's not only given up 41 hits over that time span, Danny, but 12 of those 41 hits were homers. He's given up almost a home run every two innings. And we know what this Toronto lineup can do at the plate. They smash lefties, especially at home. And they've done it all season. But if you look over the last three to four weeks, they've really picked it up even more when it comes to how they've hit at home against lefties. All the metrics that I look for, WOBA, weighted runs created plus, team batting average OPS, all of those categories Toronto has done well in this spot. And on the flip side, you know, Baltimore can score runs. I mean, we've seen them, what, five of the last seven games scoring at least five runs. So I think they'll get to Berrios enough to be able to put this game over the total by the time we're through five innings. All right, Scott. Well, hey, it looks like you got another angle here where you're expecting or at least hoping for a lot of runs, and that's going to be out by us in Chicago. The Cubbies taking on the Padres, the third game of this series, and a couple of unknown commodities with these starting pitchers tonight. I was handicapping this game to begin the show. I went with the Cubs on the first five approach, hoping they can get the weathers and uh, really just produce a lot of runs in this situation against the Southpaw. But you know Wrigley. You know if the wind's blowing out, that's going to bring some attention to the total going over and uh, that seems to be the case for tonight I was at Wrigley several years ago I did my time playing pool at Murphy's I, I get it you know <laughs> behind the center field wall and when that wind is blowing everything's flying out we saw last night relatively speaking calmer situations and we still saw 17 runs put on the board of the game and 12 by the Friars and this is a full game play by the way I I saw a little bit last night that they were expecting high winds blowing out. Woke up this morning, I see 20, 21 miles per hour sustained winds uh, blowing out to left, out to left center. And I thought, all right, I got to really jump into this one because this looks like a chance to play it over. And the total sitting at 11 and a half for the most part. There's been some 
12s out there. You mentioned the pitchers. You know, I'm not crazy about either one as far as prospects are concerned. And if you look over the last month, since May 15th, the Cubs are top 11 at home against lefties in all four metrics that I care about the most. So they're hitting the ball, too. I think both teams put up enough runs to send this one over the total. And again, I do like uh, this over full game, not just first five. All right, Scott. Well, let's flip the script now and uh, let's talk Stanley Cup final game one. I'm excited as hell for this game because, look, it seems like the last two Stanley Cup finals, it, it obviously hasn't been the closest of matchups. And now you feel like you are getting two of the best throughout the National Hockey League. And man, is this just going to be a situation to where once again, we're kind of overlooking Tampa Bay, or at least the odds makers are. And then when we look back on it, you're like, we should have disrespected them. They're back-to-back -back Stanley Cup champs. They're going for the three-peat. Are you kind of applying that strategy maybe to the whole series? And then what about game one? How are you playing both? Yeah, game one for sure tonight. And, you know, obviously Colorado has to be the chalk in this game one matchup. However, it opened as high as a buck seventy. And now, as you you know have said, you're showing there that you know they're about a buck fifty money line favorite in most books. And I, I did take the underdog lightning in this particular game. I thought it was just a little bit too high. And you know I heard a lot of people who liked uh, the Rangers in Game One of the Eastern Conference Finals. And a big chunk of that reason was the fact that the Lightning were playing with eight or nine days rest, the ring rust, all that kind of stuff. And you saw them. I didn't think they really came out flat in Game One. But I thought they didn't have their legs under them once you got, you know, well into the second period. Then, of course, the entire third period. And I put so much into that factor of rust that the rest of the series, there wasn't a single game where I included anything from game one in the Eastern Conference Finals. So if you like going against Tampa for those reasons in game one of the Eastern Conference Finals, then I would think you like going against Colorado because they're in the same spot. They've been operating nine days. Listen, I saw Darcy Kemper was in goal in practice earlier, uh, so it looks like he's going to go tonight instead of Franco. Uh, but I'd rather have Vasilevsky in this spot. I do like a prop here, uh, which is will Vasilevsky face uh, 33 and a half shots on goal, over or under? It's minus a buck 20 on the over, kind of like that. I think Colorado will do their share as far as shots on goal, but I just think Tampa is, is going to be too tough in this opening game. And remember, the Avs. Uh, their organization. They haven't been here in over 20 years. Tampa Bay knows what it takes to win cups. They've done it a couple of times. And then, of course, you've got that nucleus, Kucherov, Stomkos, Hedman on the blue line. you got guys who know how to get it done. They're healthy. Kadri's not back for Colorado. I think Tampa takes game one. And uh, again, Vasilevsky, he's 14-3 and three, last 17 times as a playoff dog. So how to jump on him here, Danny. I like it. Hey, I'm with you on Tampa Bay. The market seems to be liking them in game one. Uh, let's hope for a long and fun series and maybe we yeah. can get Tampa Bay cashing as an underdog. I like your thought process there, Scott. Uh, as for tomorrow, game six of the NBA Finals, sure to be a great one. We see Boston laying four, also minus a buck 67 money line wise, and you could get the Warriors plus 140. How about this total at 210? Haven't really seen that go too crazy one side or the other, at least since I've been monitoring it. But is this where your interests lie in this total for this spot? Yeah, yeah. I, I do like the over here. We've seen this total drop, what, four, four and a half points since game one. As you mentioned, it's basically stayed put since the total opened for this particular game. But lo lowest total of the series that we've seen thus far, and I get it. I mean, the loser has been averaging about 95 points per game. And, of course, the Celtics, the greatest offender in a couple of their losses. 
but even when we saw, and I think Boston's going to win the game. I just didn't lay the points. I took the over instead. But even in that game where Golden State scored 11 points in the fourth quarter, when Boston's on their game, they were able to drag that over the total. They scored 116, allowed 100, got over the total by a couple of points. And we've seen them now in their two wins score 120 and 1, 116, as I mentioned, in the other. Golden State's biggest adjustment that I've been able to see in the last two wins has been that they've sped things up on D on offense. And I think they'll continue to try to do so until Boston can throw a wrench into the system. But Danny, you've been watching this. If Boston hangs on to the basketball, if they value possessions, if they make shots, they win the basketball game. If they don't, well, they don't. Uh, they're 43% shooting from the two point from inside the three point line from the two pointer. Uh, so far in the last two games, they're a 47% shooting team on the season. Uh, it's been ridiculous. Eight for 23 in the first quarter the other night. They only hit 67% of their free throws. And what's going on with Horford and some of these passes? I think they cleaned this up. Uh, they start going back to a lob opportunity on the offensive end to either Williams or Horford to get Golden State to have to collapse in a little bit. I think you'll see that out of Boston like we did in the 120-108 win, which opens things up for some of their shooters. They just got to drain those shots. So it's a situation for me where the biggest adjustment Golden State has made has been speed things up on offense and let Boston miss shots. I think Boston gets back on track in this game. The play for me again, if Boston's going to win, it's going to go over 210. And I would also look for some of those Marcus Smart points, assist, rebounds combination uh, props. I think he goes over like he did in the last time they won. It was like 22 and a half. He ended up at 36. I think that's a good prop to combine with this over. I like it. And hey, I like that correlation as well. We were talking about that at the beginning of the series. I do think Boston probably has the advantage in thinking that could mean more points in this game. But hey, Scott, we are up against it, my friend. Thank you for all the insight and the bets. And as always, best of luck. Hey, same to you, Danny. Thanks for having me. Good luck, man. You got it. Scott Spritzer, folks, at Scott Winsor. You could follow him on Twitter. And, hey, if you want to follow some other things to help you make the best bets, make sure you're going to VEASAN.com and checking out our load betting splits. We've got you covered for Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Finals. We've got you covered for Game 6 of the NBA Finals and all things Major League Baseball. VEASAN.com slash subscribe, and we've got you hooked up. Speaking of hooked up, what about in golf with Matt Eumanns? U.S. Open coverage coming next. This is Rush Hour on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. The U.S. Open begins tomorrow, and Bet Rivers is giving you extra reasons to tune in and play. Just log in each day of the U.S. Open and receive a free profit boost to power up your tournament bet. Every round, a new boost is available for you to use before the round starts or while the players are on the course. Terms and conditions apply. Seaside for details. Make your U.S. Open bets every day and get an extra boost while doing it at Bet Rivers. Go to the Bet Rivers app or visit BetRivers.com. Well, hey, speaking of the U.S. Open, we got to spend a segment here talking about it on Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for being with us. But once again, we're going to take it out to Sin City and talk to an expert when it comes to betting a lot of things, but especially golf, not only betting-wise, but playing-wise. And that's our good friend Matt Humans at MattHumans247, where you could follow him on Twitter. Uh, Matt, first things first, 
Uh, before we kind of get into the background of this tournament, because I just got to get it out here and just ask you right away, are you doing your obligatory bet on Zalatoris for this tournament, or have you finally been fed up with him? Well, I'm not fed up. At this point, I have to get some sort of return on that investment, and I don't know if it's going to happen this week, but I've actually uh, I cut my bet size down on Willie Z in the past couple tournaments, so at some point this kid's going to pay off. I've lost twice with him in a playoff. I did decide yesterday I was conflicted on uh, Will Zalatoris in this tournament because when you look at players who fit the uh, profile this week, you want guys who are uh, uh, rank highly in drive, driving accuracy, uh, strokes gained approach to the green, things like that. You don't want uh, a guy who's an erratic driver of the golf ball this week because this rough is uh, thick and it's going to be problematic. And and if uh, you, you're not in fairways, you you might be lucky to make the cut. And the thing about Will Zalatoris is he is uh, not very accurate off the tee. He, he can be long off the tee, but not that accurate. He gets a little bit erratic. But strokes gained approach, he ranks right up at the top on tour. So I went ahead and played him at 25 to 1. Not a big bet this week. It was just a, that's a, actually about a, a half unit size bet on Willie Z. Uh, I played some other futures at longer shots. Actually, Danny, I didn't play any of the players that you would consider the favorites, anything around 10 to 20 to 1. I just pre-tournament looking at longer shots here. Okay, interesting. And, yeah, well, hey, first things first. I mean, hopefully Willie Z pays off for you at some point. I know you've been committed for quite some time, so he owes you one here, Matt. But uh, why do you think that is maybe that in this tournament in particular you saw yourself going with some of these longer shots? Is it just because you thought the value was worth it more so there, or is it because, kind of like you were alluding to, the setup and design of this course in general and what each skill set kind of pertains to some of these longer shot type of players? Right. I just don't think you get much value playing a guy at 10 to 1, 12 to 1, 14 to 1. Uh, you've also you've got opportunities in this market throughout the week because you're going to have adjusted odds to go up Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So if you want to jump in on one of these elite players, you, you like the way he looks, you've always got that option. Uh, the thing is, you know, if you bet Rory at 10 to 1 today, you might be able to get him at 21, 20 to 1 tomorrow if he, if he doesn't shoot that well in the opening round. And Rory sometimes is a slow starter. So uh, that, that's the way I think about the, the guys at the top of the odds board is uh, sometimes you can get better value if you wait for the adjusted market. Now, if you play long shots, uh, you, you're probably going to get the best of the number on these guys. Uh, hopefully, if, if you're on the right guys, uh, you know, I'm going to give you a few of them here. Sam Burns, I played a 32 to 1. He was as high as 40 at one point. If Sam Burns shoots, comes out and, uh, you know, plays well in the first round, his odds might drop to 10 to one uh, tomorrow on Friday. So you got to get the number while it's out there because if these guys who are longer shots start hot, uh, you're not going to get anything better than this. Max Homa, I played at 80 to one. Uh, he was top 15 in the PGA. I just mentioned Sam Burns. Okay. Burns. I also played to finish in the top 20 at plus plus one ten. He's got four wins, three seconds and a tie for fourth last week in just over the uh, past 14 months. He's been in as good a form as really any golfer aside from Scotty Scheffler. And Burns at 32-1, to 1, I thought it was a, a pretty good play. Corey Connors at 60-1. to 1. He's a 30-year-old Canadian. He tied for fifth Sunday. He closed with a 62, so he's in really good form coming into this. Justin Rose was 10 under par on Sunday. If you look at the last six weeks, he's really started to heat up. I played Rose at 80 to one and Cameron Young 
who was third at the PGA in May. I had him at that point. Uh, I played him at 50 to one here. So just looking for longer shots pre-tournament and hopefully, you know, a couple of these guys start well on Thursday and Friday and get you in the hunt for the weekend. I also played Xander Shopley. I know a lot of people like Shopley to win. I just uh, never see him as a guy who can close the deal. And um, I played Shopley minus 135 over Jordan Spieth in a matchup and Shopley plus 375 to finish top five. In the past five U.S. Opens, Xander Shopley's worst finish is seventh. How about that? Mm. Wow. Yeah, and now minus 135 to get him over Spieth. I like that approach. And then I kind of like what you were saying also about some of those, like Sam Burns to do top 20, still getting a little bit of a plus price based on his recent finishes. And I know Wes Reynolds actually did a write-up about that at Eason talking about, you know, what some of the past winners have done leading up into this tournament. And I'm sure you guys talked about it a lot on the edge and then on long shots. But, yeah, very good notes all around and uh, love getting your insights surrounding it per usual, Matt. Now, before we move on to talk a little little bit of hockey if we have time or basketball is there anything worth throwing out there based on these liv guys coming in i mean any narrative to look out for or any incentive more so for the pga guys is there anything worth just discussing surrounding it whether it's from just a fan standpoint or from a betting standpoint you know it's interesting because i think the smart strategy is to fade the uh the live players from the saudi tour and man, there's a lot of money showing up fading Phil Mickelson this week. Right now, he's minus 350 to miss the cut in this oh. open, and uh, that's a huge number. I, I actually considered today playing Phil a plus 300 to make the cut. The, the numbers up there are so high. You've got a lot of players in this field who don't have a prayer making the cut. It's a 156 player field, but yeah, I don't like Phil's form here. I, I decided to back off that bet because. I think it's wiser, maybe in matchups and just in general. Bryson, Sergio, Fat Pat Reed, Phil, guys like that, D, even DJ. It's probably better to fade some of those players this week. Okay, yeah, that's something we'll have to keep an eye out for. Uh, yeah. Matt, we got a few minutes remaining here, my man. Uh, anything you got going on tonight for game one of the Stanley Cup final? Obviously, uh, we see the Lightning as an underdog. Total's at about six. It seems like the market's getting a little bit of a, some of the love to Tampa Bay for the outright win, but uh, any angle you're looking forward to for tonight? Yeah, I was going to ask you as well. You know, I'm not a puck, so I, I don't really give out hockey picks too often. I don't bet much hockey. But I talked to Randy McKay from North Dakota. He's uh, a really sharp hockey better. He likes under six tonight, so I actually played under six. He thinks the rest is going to be a negative for the Avalanche, and he did like uh, a smaller bet on uh, the Lightning tonight at the plus price. I know you follow hockey pretty closely. Do you like those plays, or what, what are you thinking for the series in tonight's game? You know, originally I leaned over the total of six. I didn't play it, but I can, I honestly get either side of the coin when it comes to handicapping this total, so that's why ultimately I'm staying away. But I do lean more so toward the side of Tampa Bay, and I just think really – in the overall series, and especially game one, based on what we've seen in the past, I, I think the value is too hard to pass up with Tampa Bay. So I'm with you there, Matt. I think they would be the right side for game one, if anything. What I am going to end up playing or did end up playing, I suppose, is uh, the series over five and a half games. I think regardless who wins, I think it's going to be a longer one, about six to seven games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, hopefully we got seven games in the NBA Finals. And I think the, uh, <laughs> the Celtics are going to be a good bet on Thursday night. I didn't like the Celtics really in game five. I had a feeling they were going to get their butts kicked. And I'm glad you didn't tell me before the game, Danny, that Stephen Curry was going to be 0 for 9 
from three and the Warriors would shoot nine for 40 from three-point range because I would have made a big bet on Boston. Uh, but I think the Celtics off two losses going home in game six, really in a great spot here to even the series and force game seven. Uh, I played the Celtics a little bit, minus 170 on the money line, but I'll probably end up maybe even laying the points too. I think the Celtics win by double digits in game six. Yeah, you know, I want the Warriors to win because I got Curry for finals MVP and a series bet on the Warriors, uh -huh. but I'm with you. I mean, objectively, I do think the Celtics win and we see Game 7. And really quick, Matt, before we get you out of here, I mean, assuming it goes to Game 7, do you give the nod back to the Warriors with the home court advantage? Yeah, I think you do. And in fact, at this point, I picked the Celtics in 7 before the series, Danny B, but I think the Warriors are probably going to win a 7th game and Curry is going to be the MVP. All right, well, yeah, should be fun to find that out. A lot of action this yeah. week. We are looking forward to it, and we appreciate you giving us some of your plays on all of it, Matt. Thank you for making some time, and best of luck with all your wagers. All right, you bet, Danny. Thanks, man. You got it. Matt Humans, folks, make sure you follow him on Twitter at MattHumans247, fellow VEASAN host of The Edge, Long Shots podcast editor with Point Spread Weekly. The man does it all, and he has spectacular bets every single night, it seems, and really looking forward to the U.S. Open. I also love always considering what Matt's got because he has been crushing it this year in golf. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the U.S. Open because uh, I've got some plays I want to dish out. Now, again, you know, I'm taking a large amount of tips and advice from our guys here at VEASAN, so I can't take a lot of the credit with it. But I'll still tell you who I'm playing. Like I said, I will give you more on that bet for the whole Stanley Cup series. We'll tell you my angle next here on Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Want more betting insights to help give you an edge? Make sure you're checking out VSN's Best Bets podcast, where you can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24 7 stream of VSN experts who are tracking line moves, odds, props. Wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks in Vegas, along with the entire country. So go ahead and download the Beeson Best Bets podcast at Beeson.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts available. 
final segment here on Rush Hour. Danny Burke, your host. You can follow along on Twitter at Danny Burke 5 at VEASAN Live for VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And a uh, big shout-out to Matt Humans. Big shout-out to Scott Spritzer for taking some time and dishing out some of their top plays. Gave you a couple plays in baseball at the beginning of the show, and we'll recap that before we head out here. But I want to give you my two other plays that I got and hockey, and then, well, I guess a group of plays uh, as we're looking forward to the U.S. Open. But we start with game one of the Stanley Cup final. Colorado, home favorite, currently minus 148 against the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are catching plus 125 on the buyback for this game one spot. Total at six, little bit of juice to the over, minus 115. The under we currently see at minus 104. If you want to take the goal in the hook with Tampa Bay, you're laying $2. You want to lay the puck and a half with Colorado, it's plus 165. So the news we've been kind of waiting to hear has been surrounding Braden Point, and I guess it looks like he is going to give it a go tonight. At least that's the last I saw, unless something else is contradicting that. But a huge get back in the roster for Tampa Bay. Now, how impactful will he be? Will he be 100%? Will it matter? Well, you ask, will it matter? Because even just having him on the bench, suited up, that could provide a spark at least for the first game and in the highest level of a game and series up to this point. And then the other thing was, who's going to start for the Colorado Avalanche? Well, based on how we were talking about it uh, with Scott Spritzer, I believe, and he was saying that Darcy Kemper looked like he was taking the warm-up reps, so the assumption is that Kemper is going to be the guy. Kind of seemed like it was going to be him. It's been his team all year, and you don't want to mess with anything leading into the huge series. I think that benefits Tampa Bay more. I'm not going to lie. If I were looking to back Tampa Bay, if I had already invested in Tampa Bay, I would be more content with seeing Darcy Kemper than I would with Francois. That's just me, though. Uh, for overall Game 1 thoughts, we touched on it briefly with Matt Humans. I kind of lean over six personally. Again, I'm not touching anything there. I do think Colorado, like he was saying, maybe could get off to a slow start because of the nine days off until tonight. And then Tampa Bay on the other side, well, you do have Vasilevsky, who is the better goalie in this, situa uh, in this situation. Excuse me, hard one to get out there, regardless of who he's going up against. So he could even just have a great performance himself, right? So not that I'm going to do with the total. I would take the plus value with Tampa Bay, if anything, here in game one. They opened up plus 155. Now they're down to plus 125. I... I as of like tonight, I've seen this go back and forth at Bet Rivers because I saw Colorado then get up to minus 160 again briefly. Now they're back down to minus 148. They did open up at about minus a buck 70. So again, the market love has shown for Tampa Bay. And yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay, I would give the slight lean to in game one, but nothing that I'm going to play officially. But the play that I did finally make as an official bet that we've kind of been teetering with up until this point is going to be the series bet of over five and a half games at minus 150. Now, the reason I was contemplating this was not because I'm just debating whether or not I think it goes over five and a half games. I do think it gets to that point. The debate was between if I could get better value now or later because Colorado already being the series favorite, if they win game one, then over five and a half instead of it being minus 150 would give you better value because they're already the favorite. They win game one. The chances it goes under five and a half are greater. So then the over would provide you a better number. So if you think Colorado wins, then have some patience in that regard. 
but I do give a lot of opportunity to Tampa Bay. As we were just mentioning, the market clearly does. So I'm going to go ahead and lay the minus 150 now because the chances that Tampa Bay could win are pretty high. And uh, yeah, minus 150 is what you're laying. And look, even if Colorado does win and we play this, if you want to get invested again at a better number based on how the Lightning played, meaning it was a close game and you're like, oh yeah, this one for sure is going to be back and forth, then me, hey, that's your cup of tea. Do what you want. Not going to tell you to not do that. But I'm fine laying the minus 150 to get invested in that now. You're getting the two best teams in hockey. Seems like it's going to almost have a feel in Takata correlate, I guess. I mean, with Boston and Golden State. Right. I mean, two of these teams just trading blows back and forth and having a long, deep series. I think that's what we get out of Tampa Bay and Colorado. Does Colorado have the better offensive guys? Yeah, maybe not by much, but enough to make them a small favorite and the home ice advantage. Goaltending nod that clearly goes to Tampa Bay. We always talk about it up to this point. Championship pedigree goes to the side of Tampa Bay. I think the coaching, you give the nod to Tampa Bay. But yeah, you know how electric Colorado can be offensively. But I think with everything that Tampa Bay possesses on their side of the puck and just overall their camaraderie with their team and skill level, I think it's going to equal out with all of that talent, which should equate to a longer series. So count me in for over five and a half games, minus 150 for the Stanley Cup Finals. So that's what I got for hockey. Let's go ahead. Switch it over to the links now. I told you I had some plays I was going to go with. And again, I'm not someone who bets golf on the regular. It's only for the majors or if there's a really good angle. So I got to give credit to all the VEASAN folks helping out, the Long Shots crew, Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, who we just talked to. But the way I'm looking at this is a few outrights and one top 10. And I took a lot of this from Wes Reynolds right up at VEASAN.com. He had amazing work covering this tournament. I mean, just absolutely stunning with everything he wrote down. So it's really a great guide. Make sure you check it out. But basically, Wes was kind of throwing out some trends there that stood out to me. And he's like, every U.S. Open winner since 2008 has had at least one top 10 in his previous five starts. 12 of the last 14 had at least one top five in his previous five starts. Each of the last six U.S. Open winners had a top six finish in a previous major. And then there were a bunch, but then another one that caught my attention. Uh, Twelve of the last 14 U.S. Open winners had at least a top ten finish in a previous major as well. But long story short, some of the guys he liked and that I ended up pulling the trigger on as well. I went with John Rahm, 15-1, number two in the world right now, victory in Mexico, runner-up in the Tournament of Champions, third place at Torrey Pines where he won the U.S. Open last year. Uh, ranks number one on the PGA Tour is Wes Notes in his write-up for total driving, and that is strokes gained in a lot of categories have really just been stellar as of late. So he could be primed for a great outing in this tournament. And this is kind of just being a little bit in the superstitious type of realm. But, you know, based on that press conference he had talking about playing in the PGA versus the LIV, wouldn't it kind of be a great story after that to just go out there, dominate, and win outright? I could see that setting the stage. But 15-1 to for Rom, I took a little piece of that. Also Shane Lowry at 30-1, to best number in Illinois. Uh, Wes wrote that he's amid a 12-tournament run that includes a runner-up at the Honda Classic, third-place finishes at the Masters, RBC Heritage, and just this past week posted a top 10 in Canada. So Wes went obviously a lot more extensively into him, but he could set up for some good value in this tournament. Pulled the trigger at 30-1. to And then I see this being a popular pick, but I kind of dig it with Tony Finau. 35-1 to best number in Illinois. Has three top fives in his last five events. And he finished second this past weekend in Canada right behind Rory. So uh, I'm going to take a flyer on Tony Finau as well. He's getting right there. Maybe he could come through. 
35 to 1 for Finau. And then to take it a little further, a top 10 finish with Tony Finau. Bet Rivers had the best value, plus 335. So also count me in for that for our other U.S. Open play. Again, I don't do this weekly with golf, but I do want to get involved for a major tournament. So count me in with Finau, 35 to 1. Lowry, 30 to 1. John Rahm at 15 to 1. And then Tony Finau, a top 10 finish at plus 335. For the sport that I do handicap on a more consistent basis, at the beginning of the show, we told you what we were betting baseball-wise. Uh, we're going with the Cubs on the first five money line. Laid minus a buck 40 in this spot. Look, the pitching matchup isn't pretty for each side, but Caleb Killian is kind of an untapped uh, pitcher in this spot who could be solid. He was in his Major League debut. They brought him up. He's got to make an impact here to keep his name in the list. Ryan Weathers not only struggled with the Padres last year, but in AAA this year, Cubs hitting better against lefties. Don't want to trust their bullpen, so I'm going to the side of the Cubs on the first five money line. And then we did that pitching prop with Nestor Cortez. Long story short, the number was at five and a half. I liked it at under plus 118, but by the time I went to actually go bet it, it went up to six and a half under minus 155. So I bet under six and a half at minus 155. I still would look toward under five and a half, though. Tampa Bay against lefties have a strikeout percentage of 17.8%, which is third lowest in Major League Baseball. Cortez faced a raise already, went eight innings. Great performance but got five strikeouts. You think he can replicate that again the second time around against Tampa Bay? I don't know. I'm not banking on it. So count me in for under on the case for Nestor Cortez. Cubs first five money line. We're going over five and a half games with the series for the Stanley Cup Finals. And then all those golf bets that we just dished out, hoping it's going to be a fun tournament and hoping it's going to be a great night. Best of luck to all of you with whatever you are playing. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Rush Hour. We'll update you with those live lines for the U.S. Open, and we'll get you more prepared for Game 6 of the NBA Finals tomorrow. And until then, take care. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.